<laughs> All right. You ready? Okay. Yep. Hi, I'm Angela. And hey, I'm Taylor. And this is a line after hours. Okay, let's knock it off. We don't sound like that. Yeah, we don't sound like that at all. I don't love that. Let's just talk like we would talk after one of your line experience classes. It was after one of those classes that we decided, why not join one of the millions of other podcasts out there and share these important topics? Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? So grab your favorite drink or blanket and cozy up with us. We're just chatting after hours. That sounded kind of good, I think. <laughs> Maybe? Yeah, I think that was definitely better. Do we want I to think, try again? I think we should leave this part in. What part? This part. Were... <laughs> I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I think that sounds good. Yes. <laughs> Add the snort in too. Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Okay. Do you want to take one like, more? Yeah, they'll be like, that intro was about 17 minutes long. Now, we might lose people in the first 10 seconds so <laughs> okay hey oh hi oh hey angela <laughs> how's it going it's going pretty well how's it going with you good do you think we could do a podcast episode one day where we just talk in funny accents I wish I was good at doing accents and voices. It's a really fun thing to be able to do. Mine all sound the same. Yeah, maybe it's not an accent thing. Maybe it's just like a weird, just like a weird thing. Is that, am I on my own? <laughs> am I doing that by myself? No, you can go for it. No, <laughs> I won't be able to keep up. Okay. <laughs> That's probably for the best, to be honest with you. Well, I don't know. We'll, you see how it strikes you. Yeah. No bad. <laughs> See what personality <laughs> comes out to play today. Oh, I never know with mine. So let it roll. Yeah, it's like the book Sybil over here. Did you read that? No. Oh, was it high school? I think yeah, it must have been high school psychology class. Would you read oh. it? Yeah, fascinating book. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't have psychology as part of high school, I don't think. It was kind of a cool class. Yeah. It's a fascinating topic. Yes. Anyway. Um, so I have a question for you, and I think I know the answer. Okay. I'm wondering how you feel about taking space in your life. Is that something like giving yourself rest? Is that something that's difficult for you, or does it come naturally? Hmm. Well, at this point in my life, it feels much more natural than it used to. So, yeah, I would say now, and this is, I'll frame the context a little bit. I have done pretty intensive one-on-one -on -one work with a coach. So I think as part of that process, that the idea of rest and giving myself space and having patience with myself has all been, I don't know if learned for the first time or relearned. Mm. Uh, from at one point when I didn't think that was important. No. Yeah. So before you thought it was important, like what did that look like? You just burning yourself out. Yeah. I could just go forever. Mm. Yeah. I could. And I still feel like I could. I just don't think it's necessary to do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
I think that's more like the the awareness of kind of like what I had just said that you know we were talking about earlier like is this required right now and it's mm. like probably what I was doing was not required it was what I felt I had to do like a self-inflicted responsibility yeah mm. yeah and it's hard I think too because obviously our society and everything there's a lot of pressure to like be available do more respond right away mm. and I think giving for me it's it's been a a re-understanding of like time, space, and patience. Like those three things are kind of my, where I feel like I have better understanding now. Yeah. Do you think the pandemic helped you with that? Because I'm just thinking well, you said the past couple of years. Yeah, it was funny, actually. I started working with this coach right before the pandemic. So the pandemic wasn't exactly a part of it mm. at first, but uh, it kind of became a, factor but I started working with the with this coach um before any of the lockdown stuff or anything so yeah it was kind of yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. but it was like it was one of those things where I kind of had reached a point where it was like you got to do something you you can't keep going like this Mm. so that that moment I think a lot of people have a version of that moment in different ways and yeah it was uh a life-changing moment in the end I've realized yeah that's beautiful yeah it is it's crazy looking back on how about you well yeah similar similar situation um well my dogs are gonna say hello they're gonna be part of this episode it's great so (laughs) guess what I have animals Uh a life (laughs) what (laughs) um yeah, I, I don't think it's something I, I know it's not something I used to be good at. But today, okay, let me back up. Let me back up to the year 1990. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I was five. <laughs> it was kindergarten the first time I... <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to interrupt my train of thought for one second here, okay? Uh-huh. Because I had this argument with someone the other day. They were saying, they're 10 years younger than me, okay, for context, I'm 38. And this person was like, oh, I'm a child of the 90s. And I was like, no, you're not. I'm a child of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then we got it. And he was like, well, I was born in 1992. And I was like, step off, kid. In 1992, I was learning, you know, rap music. Like, I don't really know what I'm talking about. but And then it just made me start thinking, like, am I saying it wrong? And then I heard somebody say this. They came of age. I don't really understand what that term means, but I, but I do. Like they came of age in the nineties. And I was like, Oh, is that how we say it? That sounds more accurate as far as like your formative years. Like what's your, uh, your experience? Like what was the culture like when you were growing up? Yeah. Versus when the date were actually born. Yeah. Cause I was like, dude, I wasn't like learning that much about myself in second grade when it was still the eighties. No, it was just kind of what was normal. You were, well, we, we would have started because we're the same age. I was in kindergarten. So I would definitely say we grew up in the 90s kind of thing. So I was a year ahead of you. Yeah. Because um, I'm so advanced. You're grown up, mature. <laughs> My mom was like, this four-year-old got to go to kindergarten. Get She's going to be in first grade now. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But anyway, I was just like, 
Like, dude, you don't know anything about the 90s. Where, like, I associate my whole childhood with the 90s. Yeah, I think it's hard, too, because there's so much, like, nostalgia for that stuff. Like, almost like when... Did you ever watch that show, like, I Love the 80s? Yes. And I Love the 90s and those kind of shows. So it's like, yeah, I can remember stuff about the 80s. But that definitely wasn't my, like, you know, with friends, like, doing the kind of thing. Like, we definitely... It was, like, 90s vibe more, definitely. Yeah, because that's when you're starting to have, like, real memories. Yeah. 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 For settling that. I will... I guess I will say... I don't want to say these words. I came of age in the 90s. Can I have a, a tangential topic? Oh, yeah. I don't know sure. if that's the right word for that, but yeah, you should have when you were four. A related topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just watched this. It's kind of like, it's not a documentary. That would be very uh, generous. It's a, it's a cute little behind the scenes kind of show about how they made Dirty Dancing, which came Ooh. out in 1987 or something. Yeah. Or 86. No, 87, I think it came out. And because that whole era, obviously, is the kind of like I knew. So just to that point, I wasn't growing up in the 80s like that, like that vibe of what the 80s was with and not that Dirty Dancing takes place in the 80s. But the the way when I was (laughs) watching the little documentary, like obviously they have all this behind the scenes footage and everything. And it's like that vibe, that 80s vibe. No, like definitely 90s vibe. But behind the scenes Dirty Dancing is fascinating. Oh, really? Hmm. Do you know that I saw that movie probably 500 times before I understood that Penny had an abortion? Very controversial. I did not understand that because I was too young to probably mm-hmm. be watching them do the lambada or whatever. Yeah, that was what I learned. And not surprising probably to people, like that was one of the things that they wanted cut out of the movie. And the writer was like, no, that is critical to the story. <laughs> that is the it whole, is. that's like what kind of starts everything totally and what would the movie be without that that was the that was the question and luckily she fought for it it was written by a woman produced by a woman Hmm. um and yes just fascinating backstory and interesting i feel like with so many things it's like the thing that almost didn't get made so many times there were so many points where it was just like no they had to go to some like direct-to-video distributor none of the big studios would take it it was all very like they just kept going and eventually got made and became this mega hit and everyone has seen it a million times or something it seems like everywhere she goes this writer says any country everything it's like people know that story yes and can do some of the dances yeah yeah oh that's so funny it's such like an iconic movie you can't imagine it not being here so many times was almost cut wow Hmm. yeah very interesting that was well, we took a hard left there. We did. You uh, were talking about rest? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> back to resting while watching Dirty Dancing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I don't know even, I don't even know why that entered my mind. It doesn't, we don't need to go back. Um, so today, let me preface this by saying for the first time in a long time, I am solely focused on my business. So that means that sometimes I'm like doing all the things and then sometimes there's more space in my day. And I had this realization last week that when I have more space in my day, I panic. Hmm. And so those moments of like, Oh, look, this is why you work and own your own business. Like, it's great. You can do other things. I'm like, what are those other things? I don't know what to do. And so Dave actually pointed out to me last week, he was like, 
I'm seeing you slip into some old patterns of like working too much and being like way too focused on that. And he's always, thank God, like such a good advocate for me to slow down, take care of myself, which I just think is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so I went into this week being like, I'm going to love up on that free space. And today I actually had things on my calendar, you know, that like could get done anytime, but just like kind of, you know, self-propose, like, let's do it on Tuesday. And I was like, I'm going to read. And I have spent most of my day sitting outside reading and I feel awesome. (laughs) So much better. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, you know what? Because I have this like panic of like, you know, I'm not bringing in enough money. Like I'm not hitting my goals or whatever it is that if I keep plugging away on the computer or whatever, then that's going to make all that stuff like happen. And that's not the case. So it's like, why don't I give things a chance to land, like put the information out there and then let people come to me, you know, let, let's be open to letting that happen. Yeah. It's not easy to do. I don't think. I think I'm going to, I know I'm going to be on this roller coaster like forever, which is okay because I also, I am a hard worker and I, and I I love what I do. So it's easy for me to get lost in it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's not, you know, you don't need your nervous system to be fried because you can't take a rest. That's the thing, right? Cause then burnout real quick. Like that's, I think when it feels that urgent that like this is on my calendar to even if you put it on your calendar today like it's right. not anything that's actually being enforced on you but yeah that's that's that that phrase this is not required is what I really have latched on to with and some things are required and I understand you know that's understood like yes certain things are required but not everything no and that's huge to give yourself that that just that give that space you don't need to create work if they're if you can have a little taking care of yourself is also part of it right and and don't you show up in all those other aspects of your life more balanced more ready oh not even close to the same as if you kept you know when you just try to power through something yeah in fact I was even thinking of how I logged in to talk to you last week compared to today and today I was just like well hello Taylor <laughs> and how are you I didn't notice that last week. <laughs> it was, it must've been internal. I'm Maybe. good at hiding it, I guess. Feeling, you were feeling uh, an ampedness. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, even to that point, I know, I, I know you can see when we're doing classes, even though you can't see us super clearly, but I, for the last, this week so far in classes, I've been lying on the floor. Yeah. I noticed when I, when we're standing up and I can see, you know, I'm not like, up against the screen like checking out what you're doing the whole yeah. time but I can usually tell when you're having a um how do I want to phrase this like improvisation yeah <laughs> yeah you know? and then I think to myself well what a compliment that she chooses to listen to my voice while she does whatever the hell she wants honestly mm-hmm. I, I find it to be flattering yeah no it's it feels like I'm still I'm still part of a something like it's not completely alone it feels like there's a connection still within with the other people in class like it's still like there's people around but I just know that my body was not feeling like doing uh planks earlier Mm. so (laughs) I didn't do them Mm -hmm. 
Go figure. <laughs> yeah. Well, but- and you know what? I took a little excerpt from my class today. I shared it on Instagram because you don't know because you were rolling around, but um, <laughs> but there was a, a standing glute series that we were doing that was really hard. And I, <laughs> I've noticed that I started doing this recently while teaching where I'm like, take a break if you need one. And then it's like I'm conversing with myself because I literally, <laughs> it's followed immediately by me taking a break. Yeah. But I also am like, I feel like it's important for people to see that I'm, I'm not like some robot up here, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need breaks. I need breaks. And if you need one too, like, let's do it together. Right. It's just, it's that permission again of just, you know, modeling that you're not going to judge anyone if they take a break. <laughs> just <laughs> like, you know, I would hope none of us do, but it's that, that kind of, I think that's really a unique aspect in a lot of fitness movement whatever we want to call it where yeah it does it of course you're human (laughs) like I don't even know how you talk while we're doing that stuff honestly so that's a whole that's a whole other thing (laughs) but some days I'm like I haven't said anything encouraging in 30 seconds I need to get my (laughs) yeah (laughs) because I'm just trying to breathe you know yeah uh yeah but no I, I think that's important to show honestly just like it's important to show when anything that anyone's doing isn't perfect of course it's not and it's okay that it's not and if we all because I think sometimes there's an assumption that if something looks easy for someone or they've been doing it for a long time or whatever like oh they never feel the struggle with it or it, it must be just easy for them and it's not for me so that's just something they can do and I can't and it's like no I, everyone can do different things and it, it doesn't have to look a certain way oh yeah I hear that from people all the time like there have been a few people recently who just started my program and they're like well, you know, and if I check in of how it's going, they're like, well, I did have to modify a few times. I'm like, yes, that's what I expect. Yeah. And also encourage you to do. Yeah. Because there's no one way to do something. I mean, I don't know how you're feeling in your body today. Right. Exactly. And I have not felt like wanting to be on my feet. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I have thus modified substantially. <laughs> It takes modifications to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. Like, I think even just, um, just not even having a concern about that at all is also not something I would have had, you know, a few years ago that like, mm. oh, it it's actually doesn't mean anything about me as a good or bad person that I'm doing this differently. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, who, who are you trying to prove that to? You know, yeah. and, and sometimes that challenge can feel really good. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I think I've told you that Dave and I have started going to personal training together once a week, which has been like a really fun intro for him to get some more movement in his life. And I find myself really driven by the competition of him, he and I working out, but like in a fun way, I'm not going to do yeah. anything to kill myself. And he's, he's funny because, you know, the personal trainer always gives us different weights different levels to do everything. And I always start at level one, Mm. lightest weights, easiest option. I see how it feels in my body and not to compare, but he will go full out. And oftentimes it's like, Oh, that kind of hurt my shoulder. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) take a page out of my book, you know? Yeah. You can always increase. You guys will start and just see how it feels. Exactly. Yeah. 
no I think that can be fun and like I I like you know friendly competition definitely that can be fun I love to get really excited about one thing I do um when I want to feel that rush a little bit I'll just share um so I used to play sports and stuff I think I mentioned and sometimes I go on YouTube and do like um buzzer beater shots yeah that's where buzzer beater yeah when yeah. someone shoots like in three two one and they like shoot from half court like in a basketball game yeah, where they yeah. score a goal like the last second and everyone just like erupts <laughs> I love that yeah it's so fun so you're not physically doing it, obviously, because you don't have a basketball court at home. No, but like when I did play basketball and soccer and all this stuff, like I know how that feels. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a really cool way to just feel that in your body even. And it's so, that's even exciting and fun. And then the same when sometimes when we do a class and it's really challenging, I can really feel it in my body. That feels good too. Mm-hmm. When it's hard, that feels good sometimes just to like, yeah, just feel it in a different way not in pain but just like you can feel it's all together it's all working like that's that's a great uh, for me that feels like a good feeling yeah and you have to know like sometimes you know you're like oh I don't feel like moving my body today and then you start it and you're like oh this is actually actually exactly what I needed yeah and then other times you're like this was a mistake <laughs> I just yeah. lay down you know and then it's like okay is that does that feel okay to do or am I gonna then shame myself the rest of the day that I just lied on the floor and didn't do glute work today and it's like no it's okay I wouldn't need to force myself to what's it doesn't change anything about who I am or what my day is or anything exactly exactly no it does not make you lesser of anything no no um and if anything I think it it's a really kind thing to do for yourself and like your body and then the next day something else might pop up and you're like this doesn't feel like something I need to do or this feels really good today so I'll do it and it's just like that giving yourself that chance to like care about yourself in a different way well this is the most important relationship we can ever have is the relationship we have with ourselves and it's I actually find it frightening to think about how many people never really take the chance to get to know themselves you know yeah and I mean I can say for me I it's can be really scary to like get to know you get to really know yourself like because <laughs> there's parts that are really difficult really challenging uh can be really hard to be around you know so it's not it's not like we immediately love all of all oh, of us either God. right <laughs> no yeah but but it's it's there's that you know exploration phase of okay can I at least understand why this part is screaming in my friggin' face. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. This reminds me of um, <laughs> when I was in my early 20s um, with a few friends. I, I did some magic mushrooms, if you will, good old psilocybin. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the easiest time. Well, it was actually funny because I actually had a great time quickly (laughs) turned quickly into a bad time like I literally was like laughing so hard that I started to cry but then it was like those tears that I had never cried that were buried so deep inside and it started to really freak me out and so I would I I had you know a, a pretty tough trip let's say and I remember being in the bathroom and the person I was with I was like really like very supportive. They had 
had their fair share of hallucinogens in their life. And I remember saying to them, I was having some dark thoughts. I can't tell you what they are because they didn't stay with me. And I was like, is this who I really am? Like I was convinced that whatever demon uh-huh. <laughs> was possessing my thoughts was actually the real version of me. And it like scared the crap out of me, you know? Cause I was like, what if this is like the underbelly of like who I really am? Yeah. And uh, yeah. No, that's why it's the, we all have, I think that version of a, something or thing that we think is really horrifying for other people almost it's almost like we're ashamed that there's parts of us that are not what other people maybe think are there Mm -hmm. (laughs) um especially if we've been told our whole lives that we are a certain way and it's like i'm not like that at all yeah there's (laughs) a shadow side um but yeah no i think that's why the whole I mean, I'm glad you had someone supportive there for that, because I think that's, that's where another person can really help at least show or at least reflect something back that like, that's not all of you. And it feels like all of you right now, maybe, but even what you just said, what David does for you to like, you don't have to do, you don't have to work like that. That's not all of you. Right. That's not what your work ethic or your productivity is not what makes you who you are. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's not why people care about you or love you or, but it can feel like that. It can totally feel like that. Yeah. And I will say that like one of the things, you know, I'm in this business coaching course. And one of the things that um, my mentor talks about is having, she has a very short work week. She is successful in the 15 hours a week that she works. And that's my goal. So then you know, and, and you have to build, obviously. I know there's going to be some, like, some labor at, at the front end of things and, and periodically. But at the same time, like, I, I am not invested in a business where I'm trying to kill myself over it. Right. And again, for what arbitrary time that someone put on it, however many years ago when people decided a certain number of hours per week is what's, what's correct. Right, right. I mean, five o'clock, it's quitting time. Yeah, like it's so arbitrary. And yeah, I think that's the, that's what's really can be empowering though, but it's very, I think hard to, it's like grading against the norm so much that it can feel wrong or I shouldn't be doing this or guilt about, but no, it's, it's not. Mm -hmm. Trying to replace that guilt with gratitude. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I am grateful that we are in a position where I can focus solely on this, you know, mm-hmm. that I have a supportive husband, like, you know, whatever it is yeah. in that moment, it's like, you know, you don't have to feel bad about it. He, he's certainly not shaming me. Like it's a partnership. And so right. there's going to be moments where he pulls more and there's going to be moments where I pull more and that's okay. Right. And there's different ways to pull, you know, I think that's the thing too, is, I mean, it's not going to be always the same type of, contribution or the same same type of support but every every variation of that is important totally yeah yeah which is why i plan on stopping all contributions immediately following this podcast i mean that would be nice actually i am only going to be a full-time reader of novels (laughs) that would be the thing where it's like 
what's the dream job where you just get paid to read novels if that's what you want to do like what would that job be oh my god I know well yeah because it seems like whatever the jobs are would involve like work because I'm thinking like oh you could be an editor but it's like uh then you're then you're reading to look for mistakes and yeah editor's very that's very specific that's true it's almost like you'd have to make up your own job Mm -hmm. well food for thought right yeah you never know what can happen so (laughs) if that's something (laughs) it makes something out of anything you could get discovered like somebody sees you in a park reading a book and they're like you look great at that would you like me to pay you a million dollars a year and you're like well thank you yes I would I suppose I could but only when I want to that's right (laughs) not between the hours of nine to five that may not suit me wouldn't I don't think such random hours I mean yes why, why do we send high school kids to school at 7 a.m when they need yeah. to be sleeping I mean that's the whole system is I know crazy I know it is interesting but well I'm glad you had a more restful day today thank you and I hope you can enjoy some rest for yourself I will I will I do spend a lot of time lying on the floor perfect <laughs>